Good morning, everyone. Good day, everyone. It is January the 27th, 2021. This is Manchester is burning for Wednesday. This is your instant, not so instant reaction to Manchester City versus West Bromwich Albion or WBA. Yes, WBA. 5-0 victory for the Blues temporarily, I would say, putting them on top for maybe less than 24 hours of the Premier League, or maybe not. Maybe not. I don't trust I don't trust United, actually, to be honest with you, in any game. But, all right, City on top. Fans, how do you feel with your team on top? They are burning like Manchester. Burning, 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 going up, 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 getting better and better every moment. Our listenership, by the way, by the way, everyone, our listenership is up over 100% over the last 30 days. For the last 30 days, our listenership is up 100%. That's a lot. That really is a lot. Thank you very much if you are listening. And please consider giving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Consider giving us a like on the videos that we come out for women's football, the FAWSL, and continue to listen. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts, share with your friends, and so forth. This is a on-the-ground-in-the-red-clay-Georgia movement, and we are continuing to evolve and change and move forward. So enjoy the ride. Again, this is your instant, not-so-instant reaction to Manchester City versus the WBA. Coming right up, coming right up, everything else. This was a relentless and ruthless destruction, surgical precision performance by Manchester City. People need to probably stop and look and listen as if they're crossing the street for Manchester City. I tried to explain I tried to tell y'all, I tried to warn you. If you never concede goals, you cannot lose. Manchester City has won 11 games in a row in all competitions. They have been undefeated in 18 matches in all competitions. Let me repeat, 11 wins in a row, 18 undefeated. The amount of goals they've conceded in 18 games, I can count on one hand. That includes Cheltenham. I would, I know everyone's going to look at the fact that they won 5-0 against the WBA. And yeah, that's a, that, that's a, that's a big story. That's a big story, yes. Five goals, and, and, and it continues the evolution of the Blues offense moving forward, but you still have to consider the fact, not just the fact that they didn't concede any goals, they're not conceding any chances. So I will get deeper into those weeds after our little commercial ad that we throw in there just for the giggles of it all. Also, I put it online. I put it online recently. A poll, I will re-put out the poll for another 24 hours. Manchester's Burning is considering moving its format to a primarily 
F-A-W-S-L Focus. We will have to change the name. We'll shift to change the branding, everything else if we do this. But I think the world probably does not need another podcast about the EPL. Probably doesn't need another podcast about Manchester United's men's team. Probably doesn't need another podcast about Manchester City men's team. You've got plenty of stuff out there and so forth. But maybe y'all want to hear something different. Maybe y'all want to hear about the FAWSL. I want to talk to you all about it because I think it is a great league. I think there are great teams there, great players. And the sky is really the limit. So the poll out there on Twitter is whether or not you want Manchester is burning to become a primarily FAWSL focused pod video cast, or you want to keep things moving the way they are. I promise you, if we go to a FAWSL focus, we will have to change the name of the, of the podcast, the video cast. We'll have to change the name. I don't know what. I have no idea, but we will have to. Um, and then we'll have to change the whole branding because we'll have to focus a little bit differently. But I'm willing to do that because I, I believe in it. And if y'all believe in it too, let me know. And 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 maybe that's where we'll be going. So after this little ad for Anchor, we'll go into the three points of Manchester City versus the WEA. Coming right up. <laughs> Welcome back to Manchester's Burning 27-1-2021. I'm going to try, y'all, to keep this short and sweet. I know I've been going with long, 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 long podcast, video casts, and you probably don't have the time. But I'm going to try to make this short and sweet. I'm going to try, but you know me. I just go on rants and I keep going, and I don't know when to stop, and I don't believe in editing. <laughs> Obviously not. That's probably why I don't write so much no more. Uh, because as the lead singer of YouTube, Bono, said many, many, many decades ago, uh, he said, once you put the song onto paper, you ruin it. <laughs> so I kind of believe in that philosophy. This is like art. And it's like, you know, I don't know if it's Picasso or what, but <laughs> this is not even close, <laughs> this podcast. But we keep trying. But um, I, I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet. So I want City fans and EPL fans and soccer fans, football fans in the U.S. and everywhere else in the world to paint a – to not paint a picture. I don't want you to do that. Uh, to take a look, and I'm going to read off, unfortunately, sadly, I'm going to read off some numbers. But I want you to circle back on your calendar for Manchester City against Liverpool on November the 8th of last year. Okay, if you all don't remember on November the 8th last year, Manchester City – played Liverpool in the city of Manchester stadium. It was a one, one draw. Okay. Now two points from that match. Number one, I do not believe that you are going to get knocked off as champions of the premier league, like the pool without getting defeated. Okay. If you were one of the contenders in the premier league and you don't knock off the defending champion, then it's going to be hard for you to really say that you're the champion. Kind of like boxing. All right. You got to knock out the champion. Manchester City played Liverpool at home and drew 1-1. That's one thing. Another thing. Oh, yeah, by the way, Manchester City went on to lose the next game against Tottenham 2 to nothing. So things look kind of dark. Kind of dark for Uncle Pep and all after that match. But the XG for Liverpool in that match was 1.58. 
1.58, and they scored one goal, the pool. Let me read you off the XG of Manchester City's opponents in the matches following the pool. Against Tottenham, 0.76. Against Burnley, Burnley got 0.42. Next game, Fulham, 0.29. Manchester United, XG for them, 0.59. XG for the WEA, even though in a draw December 15, their XG, West Brom, 0.21. Southampton, their XG was 0.59. Next match, Newcastle United, their XG against City, 0.2. Next match after Jet, January 3rd, 0.69. They gave up against Chelsea. Brighton's XG against the Cité, 0.18. XG for Crystal Palace. Game after that, 0.05. After, after that, Aston Villa. Their XG against the Cité, 0.6. And then yesterday against the WBA, seeking a little bit of vengeance after that draw, WA's XG, 0.57. Okay, so listen to this. Uncle Pep's philosophy since the beginning of time, since he was a manager of Barcelona B, was... Possession-based, keep the ball, take the ball back, keep the ball, pass the ball, move everyone around defensively, and then strike. Basically, that's what it is. But when you break it down, you got to break it down nowadays a little bit further. It's not, it's not enough just to keep the ball. That's not enough. Now, it's a, it, now it's about what do you do with the ball? Do you create chances to score goals? And then when you do create chances, do you score them? Now, his philosophy has always been if you, your team can't score, they don't get the ball. And that's part and parcel what Manchester City has been about, Barcelona was about, what Bayern Munich was about, and everything else for the, the Uncle Pep, right? And it's still the case now, but things have changed. Because last year... The Blues were vulnerable on defense to the counterattacks because they didn't have a back line that could support what they were doing. Their back line was slow. They lacked leadership last year. They got beaten. Ultimendi was horrible. Sorry, y'all. He was horrible. He was horrible. Just really, really bad. And... They were just vulnerable to that counter. And you watch that match. The biggest the biggest match I saw with that happening was against Wolves when they lost 2 nothing in Manchester. They just got beaten on counters. This is beaten because they were out of position. They were slow. They lacked leadership in the back. That's just how it was last season. And that's why one of the biggest reasons why they lost their title. All right? But now... You have Ruben Diaz, and you have John Stones, who has resurrected himself in the back line. So their energy, their work rate, their skill set, their collaboration together, and their leadership in the back line 
has completely revolutionized, evolutionized the defense for Manchester City. They haven't given up. Now they may have they may have given allowed their opponents very small amounts of possession, but their opponents are still trying to counter. They're still trying to shoot the ball back down the pitch when they get the ball back on City. And it doesn't work. It hasn't worked. It hasn't worked almost all season. It hasn't worked. They haven't given up goal-scoring opportunities to their opponents in any big numbers since Liverpool. Now, Liverpool, their XG was 1.5. That's not all that great. But there's been less than one ever since. Even though they had draws and they lost to Tottenham and all of that, their XGs have been on in conceding the XG of their opponents been really, really low. And again, it was really low. And again, a part and parcel that is uh, possession. Because Uncle Pimp believes in the idea that uh, that best defense is a good offense. But for a while, most of the season, City's offense hasn't been all that good either. But there has been some tinkering, some tactical tinkering, player tinkering. And but it comes down to the fact that you got two players now in the back line and Diaz and Stones that have essentially revolutionized those positions for Manchester City this season. Stone's career was gone. He was toasted. He was headed off to the wilderness of whatever football in England or wherever. He was gone. He was toast. He had flamed out his entire career, and then he came back. It's been a redemption story. Ruben Diaz was a leader the moment he stepped off the plane in Manchester to get put on a blue shirt. And he's been probably the quickest developing new player that Pep has ever had at Manchester City. Usually it takes forever for someone to get right on board. So both of them have just solidified that back line and given the given the offense a little bit more confidence to push forward. But when you don't even allow, don't even allow your opponents to even get a sniff of a goal scoring opportunity. So it's possession, goal-scoring opportunities, and converting goals. So if you don't allow your opponents not even a sniff of a chance, then their ability to, to, to get goals is strongly diminished, regardless of how much possession they may or may not have. And, of course, if you do have a lot of possession, you're cut down your chances. But they're not even allowing. They're not. They're not just con- not conceding goals. They're not conceding opportunity to their opponents. And the same was the case against the WBA. Against the WBA, the WBA's best shot on goal, the biggest chance they got was zero point three five xg. That means that shot had a thirty five percent chance of being converted. That's it. They had. They had one shot on goal. Now I know. I know. Big Sam's team is terrible. They are. They're awful. But still, they're a Premier League team. They're still a Premier League team. And they didn't even get a sniff at all. They didn't even come close. Manchester City's PPDA, the average amount of passes they allowed 
the baggies to have in their defensive zone before defensive action was 7.87. Anything below 10 means you're pressing. And that's what they did. And just did not allow him close. And you watch the energy rate of Stones. You watch the energy rate of Cancelo. You watch the energy rate of Zinchenko. You watch the energy rate of Ruben Diaz. And you see, oh, yeah, tackles, knocking balls out of bounds. Didn't even give him a chance. Not even close. And they haven't been giving teams a chance like Chelsea and Manchester United. So you can't just say it's because WBA was bad. That was point number one. Point number two. This was a statement match. Why? I told you about the confidence that the offense has gotten. When you have a back line that's going to protect you. When you're confident that your defense isn't going to give up the ghost, when you're confident your defense isn't going to go, you know, bunker kitty. When you you know that, hey, you know, we jack this thing up and we make a mistake on a pass and whatever, they're going to back us up. We got Edison going to make a save. Stone's going to do his thing. Diaz is going to do his thing. Then that gives you confidence to move forward. So it's not as much as a, the – of an evolution of their offense is more like they got confidence to move forward and confidence is a big thing. When you're afraid to make a mistake, you're going to make a mistake. That's a lesson in life. Y'all. If you think you're going to make a mistake and you try not to make a mistake because you don't like have the confidence in what you're doing, then you're going to make a mistake. Try holding a little square of jello in your hand and try to squeeze it. It's going to come out. It's the same thing when you try too hard not to make a mistake. And that's what Manchester City's offense was doing for the first two thirds of the season. But another point to be made about the offense is this is a statement. No KDB, the second best creative player in the Premier League this season behind Bruno Fernandes. No striker, no true striker. You had Bernardo Silva as a false nine. That's not a striker. Okay? That's not a striker, okay? He's a false nine, okay? Come on. And still put five goals in the back of the net. Five goals. No striker. No KDB. It didn't matter. Confidence that your back line is going to hold up. Confidence that you're going to score. Put those two together. You got a 5 nothing thrashing. Taking a team behind the woodshed. Taking a team out by the alley after the team just hit your owner in the face. After the owner cuts you off. You got taken down the back. Owner be like, oh, do what you need to do. And that's exactly what happened. Oh, uh, let, me, let me point out one thing. That, that Cancelo goal. That, that supposedly the altruistic football fan mob thinks that somehow that city got one on it. Stop it. Be quiet. Shut it down. Do what you need to do, but shut it down because that was an error. That was a rev- It was an error. That Also, when you don't play to the whistle like they teach you when you were three, you deserve to get run. Now, that's a great shot by Cancelo. I'll talk about that XG on that shot in a second, but but just calm down. That shot was not offsides. 
VAR is there for a reason. But y'all, altruistic football mad mob, uh, football mob out there gonna be like, oh, they, City got City got one on them again. Oh, VAR helped them. There is a conspiracy for City to win the league. Oh no, no lie, that's not true. There was no offsides. It was a mistake corrected by VAR. Thank you very much. Point number three. Gugawan scored first for Sitte. His XG on that shot was 0.05. Cancelo, that shot with the flag up, was also XG 0.05. 5% chance that shot was going to make it. Gugawan shot. It was the best shot of the match, and it went in. XG on his shot to make it 3-0. Followed by Mares with this. Now, people need to stop hitting on that dude. Come on, people. I am Mares in. Okay, so his shot was 0.11 XG, 11% chance of going in. And Sterling, well, I'm sorry, the, uh, Guguan didn't have. Sterling definitely had uh, the, the the best XG chance of all, uh, wide open net. Now, if he had missed that, then I, I don't know what to say, but that XG on that was, was 0.94. The XG for Manchester City, with all their shots that they had, all the shots on goal that they had was 2.25 where they can convert it into five goals. When you have possession, which Manchester City had 78% possession, and you have goal-scoring opportunities, which were numerous, over 20, I believe, and you then convert those into goals, then there's nothing stopping you. You have possession of the ball, you have goal-scoring opportunities, goal-scoring chances, then you convert. And for a while, City had trouble with two of those three. At least yesterday, yes, I know, bad team. W, the Baggies, WBA, not so good, obviously. But they're still a Premier League team. They converted the opportunities they had. And that makes a big difference. Huge difference. Huge difference moving forward. So Manchester City sits on top of the table for the moment. Manchester United plays against Sheffield United. To be honest, United fans, I would be worried. That has trip up trap written all over it. Don't you had emotional win against the pool in the FA Cup? But I see a letdown. I see a letdown coming for United. I tell you, I I, I am. Uncle Pep got it right, I think, in the post-game interview. They asked him about the table, and he was like, nah, I'm just worried about the next game. That's coach bot, but actually the right attitude. So with that, we move forward. The next, the next podcast is going to be a reaction to Manchester United versus Sheffield United, the Blades. The Blades. That'll be tomorrow. That'll be tomorrow. So in closing, please go back and take a look at some of the podcasts that we did recently. We did one on Mason Greenwood. We did uh, Manchester City Women with Emma from Manchester City Women Fancast. We had a, a video podcast with Adam with Manchester United Women. That's all been happening this week. Come, go back and check it out in the library. Check it out. Manchester's burning is closing out for right now, but when you look at the light, know the light is there. Acknowledge the light. 
but also know the darkness is there as well. Do not let the darkness hug you under any circumstances. But if it does, please reach out. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Manchester's burning is out for today.